0: Welcome back to Fantasy Baseball Disrupted with a comma and an uppercase D. This episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about my strategy that I will employ in the draft for the CBS Fantasy Baseball Today podcast, Listener League. Uh, It is a 16-team league, head-to-head categories, 10 categories, I believe. It has a little bit of a twist that mostly I like. Um, The hitting is uh, OBP, runs, uh, home runs, RBI, uh, and stolen bases um, minus caught stealing. So uh, net bases stolen. And uh, for the pitching, um, they don't really let you do the Marmol strategy as effectively because they don't have wins. What they have is uh, whip, ERA, strikeouts. Um, uh, quality starts. And the fifth category is saves plus holds. So, um, saves plus holds and uh, the other two, uh, ERA and WHIP, you could still do with relievers, obviously, and you don't need to get closers. You don't have to monitor who the closer is because it's saves plus holds. Um, however, you could have competed in wins um, with some spot starts, uh, deep into the week. Um, uh, if you notice that your relievers, you know, got three or four wins, uh, that week because you had six or eight, you know, relievers going at a time compared to everyone else's two or three and, and, um, and they picked up wins. And these days was starting pitchers getting wins. I, I mean, I would guess less frequently because they're going, uh, you know, shorter, in the games, um, the gap between wins and, uh, for a starting pair for a mediocre starting pitcher and a good, you know, mediocre starting pitcher maybe gets 10 wins and, um, a great reliever or a very good reliever, but isn't a closer, you know, might get six wins, something like that. Um, but anyway, so, um, I'm still going to go pitcher heavy. Uh, i I'm in the eight spot. I asked for the last spot because I like the turn. I like to get two at a time, know exactly what I'm going to get. But I got the eight spot. I'm going to go starting pitcher all the way through, um, probably round seven or eight. With one or two of those rounds, I'm going to pop in and get um, a Max Muncy, probably, or a Cody Bellinger, or um, Rendon I might get, um, or... Uh, Yelich, um, you know, obviously some other people, Acuna, if Acuna, you know, slips to like the third round or something and, you know, I have to go with, I don't know, you know, Gosman up in Toronto and I just don't think he's a third rounder, but there, you know, Acuna's there. I'm going to have no problem doing that and I don't think Acuna will even make it um, to the third round um, and I honestly don't think he should. But anyway, um, uh, you know, so I'll have no problem every uh, couple, um, every couple rounds in the first eight rounds, uh, deviating from starting pitcher uh, and uh, going to, uh, to the best hitter available. Uh, I can't imagine I'm going to draft any relievers. Um, Now, this is important. There are nine hitters. There are seven pitching spots, doesn't have to be a reliever, no designated whatever. So nine uh, hitters, obviously by position, and then just seven pitchers. Um, and there are four IL spots, which is nice and generous, I think, at least compared to some other leagues for me. Oh, it's a turkey right there. Oh, it's not one of those super ugly turkeys. I mean, it's ugly, but it's not super ugly. It doesn't have that weird bingling. Ugh. Anyway. Um, Which is generous. Oh, another turkey. Which is generous. uh, Four IL spots. That's great. Uh, That makes me, you know, want to draft, I don't know, Jack Flaherty or or Chris Sale and then uh, fill it in after. But anyway, um, and uh, six reserve spots. So there's no innings limit. There's no innings max, whatever. It seems pretty clear to me um, that I should carry, what is it, 13? 12, 12 starting pitchers. Um, and, uh, and, um, uh, some of them will be elite. Hopefully five will be elite, maybe six, um, elite starts to get watered down, but maybe six aces and then six, whatever. Now, um, why? Because I'm going to punt saves and holds unless, uh, I see coming up in a week you know, somebody um, who, who also has like one reliever or two relievers. And I think I can get that category. Um, But otherwise I'm just not going to chase that one category. And I think my starting pitching will, will be strong enough uh, such that um, the ER, my ERA will be able, my starting pitchers, ERA will be able to compete with, um, you know, other other teams uh, who employ a lot more um, relief pitchers who obviously have better ERAs because they come in see see somebody for an inning or two or whatever um, so I, I don't think my ratios will suffer I mean other people will also have to use a lot of starting pitchers or they're going to lose quality starts uh, and strikeouts so um, so I'll be competing against other people with a few extra relievers, um, more than I have. And, uh, and so I'll, I'll, punt that category, but, uh, I'll presumably dominate, uh, strikeouts at quality starts. And I think I will have a very strong case. I should dominate ERA and whip, um, because I'm going to be drafting six starting pitchers, maybe in the first six rounds. Right. So, um, now So, I'm going to have all my bench though, my entire, maybe one guy, one bench hitter, okay? Um, But I'm going to have the rest of my bench be um, uh, starting pitchers so that I can maximize. It's the only loophole still kind of available um, where you can maximize and get more than the value of a player. Uh, And why do I mean that? Because You're going to get, when you have 11 starting pitchers, you're going to have more, maybe two or three, or I don't know how it ends up. I think every three or four weeks, you end up being a double, a two-star pitcher, but you're going to end up having more two-start weeks. Um, You're going to have more two-start weeks than other teams who have seven starting pitchers or five or six starting pitchers and have a few uh, relievers in there instead, and they don't have too many on their bench. Um, so too many starting pitchers on their bench. So you're going to end up with more starts. You're going to end up with better starts because you're drafting higher and you're going you're just going to dominate those four categories. So you're, you're punting saves and whatnot to get more two-start pitchers, um, uh, you know, using the roster space to get more starting pitchers so that you can get an increased number of two-start and better matchups. And you can be a little bit more picky because you'll have more, uh, options now hitters wise. Um, I, so let's say I'm going to draft first eight. I'll get two hitters out of that. Maybe, maybe just one. Um, and then, uh, after that, let's see eight times 16. So 80 plus 48, 128. So there are a lot of players after pick 128 and I'm not saying I'm going to be able to get them all, but there are a lot of players that can contribute, um, ADP wise. Uh, let's just go down the line. Mitch Garver is past 200. Okay. Uh, Dalton Varsho, last time I checked, was around 140, um, although I think he's like your starting center fielder or, or something like that, and he's having a good spring, and he had a, la- a good um, last half of the season after the All-Star break last year. So he, he might be moving up. He might not be available at 140, 150, but um, Alejandro Kirk is going, I think, past 300, uh, and he might be uh, getting a lot of DH at-bats up in Toronto in a fantastic lineup. Um, okay, so that's catcher. Uh, first base, Luke Voigt. His ADP is still 220-something in, in, um, on fantasy pros. I can't imagine that's representing the last 10, 15 you know, days uh, since he got traded. Um, I'll probably need to grab him 150, 160, to be honest. Um, Dominic Smith, who I believe in, is not 2019 Dominic Smith. Um, but I believe he is, uh, uh, or was it 2019 where he was just, you know, good to very good in 2020. He was ridiculous. Either way, I'm not expecting his best year, um, ever. I don't think he'll ever replicate that over a full season, but, um, I think he's going to eventually get every day at bats. Um, he was injured last year and he had a, he had a dip in performance and it showed, um, who else at first base? Oh, Nate Lowe. Nate Lowe is sneaky, man. I think he's a better hitter than even he was last year, 260, 270. What are you, 24, 27 homers, something like that. But it's a little bit of a better lineup, um, and he bats cleanup, which uh, will give him some RBI opportunities at the very least. And he he steals a few bases here and there. Second base, Aaron Rodgers, uh, 170-something is his ADP. Uh, I think he's going to – no, Aaron Rodgers? Brendan Rodgers. (laughs) I think he's going to be a stud. Um, I think he's going to hit two, three, four in that lineup. Um, He actually did hit fourth a couple of times last year. I don't think he'll hit fourth, but I think he'll hit second or third. Uh, Lots of runs, lots of uh, RBI, and hopefully he starts, uh, I don't know, adjusting his swing, launch angle-wise or whatever to take care of – take advantage of uh, home field uh, because he actually hit better on the road last year. Um, I don't think that'll happen. Excuse me. However, um, Willie Adamas is at about 130. Uh, what do we say? To cut? Willie Adamas, yeah. He's probably going to go earlier in this draft. That's fine. Uh, but he's at, at shortstop. Um, Colton Wong uh, could contribute. Uh, you know, a 20, 2019, 2018. Those aren't years. Those are 20 homers, 18, 19 stolen bases. In that lineup, uh, could be very good. Um, Cody Bellinger, uh, I think, is going to fall past 100. And I'm going to snag him the second he's past 100. So that'll be, what, round 7? I'm going to round probably 7 or something like that. Um, Good thing zero people are listening to this. Um, uh, Yelich, I'm actually a little less comfortable with Yelich. He's only had two years where he's been, he's had more years where he's got 18 homers and 14 stolen bases and a 270 average than he has being one of the best players, uh, in the world since Barry Bonds, which is what he was basically for two years, I think 2019 and 20. Um, he just had absurd numbers and, uh, I just, I don't know what he is, um, a lot of that was in 2000, what, 18 and 19 or 19 to 20 or, I, you know, the ball's different. Could be different for him. He could be one of those guys. Um, he's one of those guys who was hitting 18 home runs before the ball was juiced and now he's not. I, he's just not an elite hitter, I think. Um, and I don't know how much he's going to steal anymore. Um who else? Who else? Oh, Anthony Rendon at third base. I love Anthony Rendon. Uh, let me see if I can uh, try to remember a couple other names. But I'm going to draft those guys, and um, and some of them will work out. Ozuna at 167. Um, Alex Kirilov at 181. Nick Senzel at 359. Joe Adele at 221. Um, the guys will probably have to end up going earlier, but the deal is even in a deep 16-team league, you only have nine hitters. So, there are going to be some hitters on the waiver wire that will be worthy, and so if there are replacements available to you, and most everyone else is going hitting, so they, other people probably won't need those hitters because they'll have better hitters than they will pitchers. Uh, then you can you can lessen that gap, uh, and you can take some risks on some of these guys, on Nick Senzel as your last pick, or, or. Um, who's more who's risky or dom smith is risky you can you can pick those guys near the end of your draft um because of the upside uh basically hitting wise i'm going to go all upside because of uh you know nine times 16 they're they're only going to be um active every day in every uh in the league uh 90 to and 56 so, you know so 146 active hitters and not too many more than that so mm-hmm. and. 65 hitters something like that so you can find some 168th best hitter I don't know maybe that's Will Myers and he he performs well in contract year and and gives you you know top 80 type numbers who knows so but um you have replacements and and that's how I'm I'm going on hitting pretty sure I'm going to dominate this draft tonight